The Interacting with Sound podcast is created by a group of graphic design students from Iowa State University. Throughout the semester, students in the Interacting with Sound course, taught by me, Alex Braidwood, get together and have a conversation about a sound or sounds that they find meaningful. This conversation is between Jessica Bartimas, Alex Houston, and Barbara Blecker. We hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. Is there any backstory behind skateboarding, why it's important, or why you like the sound? Um, is there any backstory? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, like the backstory of skateboarding itself, or just like... Why you like the sound. I, I like it because like, the feeling you get when you're riding it is like, I don't know. It's just fun, like, I don't know. It just reminds you of fun. Reminds me of fun. <laughs> That's what it does. Yeah. So it's the specific sound or just in general? I know, just in general. Like, even when when you just hear skateboarding, like, if you see it on, like, YouTube or something, and you're not even watching it, but you're hearing it, it still takes you, like, right to that. Like, makes you want to be like, oh, yeah, I want to go skate. It's a very in-the-moment thing. Yeah. I mean, if even I that I don't know what skateboarding is or like anything about it, I'd still recognize the noise. Because mm-hmm. like yeah, I can hear somebody coming up behind me and I know that they're on a skateboard so I'm like, like... It's pretty specific, I guess. Very distinct sound. Like when you hear it like going along the cracks, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you can also hear like how fast they're going with how mm-hmm. many cracks you can hear going underneath the yeah, wheels. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Okay, is there a difference between just riding it like on campus versus the sounds when you're in like a skate park? I don't know. How does dynamic of a, of a sound it's just kind of like a solid like shh, like the wheels going and that's it mm-hmm. and normally longboard wheels are pretty soft so they absorb a lot of the impact and don't have a lot of the sound I feel like at skate parks too they're a lot more confident so the movements sound a lot more confident instead of having to weave through people that's interesting that you notice that it's a lot more like precise because mm-hmm. um, like maybe you'll be trying a trick over and over and over so it's kind of the, the same rhythmic sound the next sound we'll be talking about is opening a pop can. Why is a pop can important to you? It's not that it's important to me, it's just like a mode of transportation because you're obviously not gonna like pour pop in your hand and like drink it out of your hand. It's just a way to like carry it. But it was obviously designed that way because if it was like a box, then that'd be really awkward to carry. So it is designed to be like the contour of your hand. So it'd be easier to carry, but... Are we talking about a can of pop or a bottle of pop? Well, I mean, both are cylindrical, but... Which one are you talking about I'm I'm talking about a can, because I'm talking about the sound of, like, the pop tab that it makes when you open it. The fizz just makes me so happy. (laughs) Earlier we were talking about the worst times to open a pop so when's the most inopportune time to open a pop that would definitely be when i sneak pop cans into a movie theater and i try and open the can and so the other people in the movie theater don't notice so i normally have like a friend come with me and they like cough so that i can open it without being noticed so it'll be like <coughs> and then other people might like tell on me and then i'll get thrown out of the theater yeah and say class is really awkward too yeah. yeah. In a lecture, especially. Yeah, I've definitely done that before because lectures, you just always fall asleep in them. You need caffeine, and that sound to me says caffeine because I don't drink Diet Pop ever. Caffeine. 
Yeah. So, well, so it has to do with like what you're about to, yeah, with the caffeine. What the sound tells me is coming, you know? Right, yeah. Okay. The after effect, the after yes. Effect, oh, yes. The noise. <laughs> so, yeah, the addiction to caffeine starts with I am definitely cracking addicted. it open. Yes. But then you're like, oh. <laughs> 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 I gotta get my fix. The next sound we're gonna talk about is dropping a needle on a record. Why did you choose this sound? It reminds me of home. My dad has a really extensive collection of records because. Are you a purist then? You think vinyl is a lot better than no. CDs? No, it's not my thing. No? no, they're still cool. Like there's still, I don't know. There's, I always think of the smell of the records because they always have like that same kind of like old, like musty, mm-hmm. I don't know, the texture of the sleeves that they're in, and mm-hmm. then I don't know. The album art's really cool, and then. I always got to play 45s when I was little. Those are my favorite because there's always the Chipmunks Christmas song. It was <laughs> <Yeah>. on it. <laughs> it was on the 45, so I got to play that during Christmas. And you had the, I don't know what those are called, the little things, the little, it was yellow, the one that we had that goes in the middle of the 45, so it'll fit. Yeah, but I don't know, you have to put, you have to like pop that in first before you like set it down. And then. So it keeps it in place? Yeah, so it basically fits, I think, because it's a bigger gap in the middle versus just right. like a small pinhole gotcha yeah for the other for like the r- normal size ones but so it reminds you of home mm-hmm. oh, it's kind of fun too it's got a lot more movement than like an mp3 player or like an ipod or something yeah mm-hmm. there's more like mechanical noise instead of just mm-hmm. yeah. i don't know if you'd really consider a white noise or not like when it moves because yeah there's definitely sh- something else mm-hmm. yeah well, just just the needle on the record or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, right when you drop it too, it kind of crackles and then mm-hmm. it starts yeah. to play. But yeah, as like the actual music is playing, there's something else like going on. But I guess that could be different across like ours is part of it's like huge tower that was just like a CD player, like a cassette player, mm-hmm. uh, and then it converted stuff and there were all different sorts of like balancers on it and all that kind of stuff. That was a fancy but, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if it's different between something more digital like that and like the phonographs, is that what they're called? With the big horns yeah, at yeah. the top. Yeah. I don't know if that would sound different because then you crank it. it I feel like it would sound different, but it would probably carry more. And that concludes our broadcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> about it. This has been another conversation about interacting with sound. You can hear more at interactingwithsound.com. I'm Alex Braidwood, and thanks for listening.